And if you take uh, a look back into the annals of history, it's 2013, Sir Alec Ferguson, debatably the best manager in football history. The 2012-2013 season, he won the Premier League title by 11 points. And this is actually the last time Manchester United have won the title, by the way. So that's like you're talking about 10 years ago. But when you look at that team, it definitely wasn't the team of the best players. There were other teams that had best, better individual players, but they were the best team because they all had a singular vision. The club had a singular vision. The manager had a singular, singular vision. He drove that down into the players and then he put them into an environment that made them thrive. How do I know it was the environment that made them thrive? Because the next season, under a new manager with a different culture, and that different culture is well and documented in, 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 in all literature and the papers, they came sixth. Welcome to the Hands-On Business Podcast, the place you come to get tips, tricks, and advice on growing your business. This is a podcast where you can hear real business leaders discussing systems and methodologies that they have used to help them catapult growth in their business. So I'm your podcast host, Hakeem Adebiyi, and I've grown several small businesses to multi-million pound enterprises. And whilst doing that, I noticed that there wasn't really any place that focused on where I was, i.e. growing a small business. All the content was out there, seem to be about big businesses and often just a lot of theory and not practical implementable advice and hence the hands-on business podcast was born to fulfill that gap today will be one of my shorter business bike sessions which you probably know by now is effectively me musing about a topic which has piqued my interest it's been a while since i've done one of these business bikes podcasts because i've been getting some really great guests on uh, so I've not had an opportunity to do one of my musings for a while, but uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, you'd have noticed that I've been talking to guests a lot about hiring talent, about leadership, about standing out for your competitors and employee engagement in all of those recent episodes. On the basis of that, I thought I'd use this Business Bites episode to answer uh, some of the common questions that have been coming up from the listeners. And, and the one that I'm going to answer today is um, the question that came up uh, and it's been coming up over the last few weeks is what is the key to achieving consistent and sustainable growth in a business which is obviously uh, of interest to everybody so while you know I was pondering on the question there's several factors that obviously came to mind there's things such as product service processes technology and obviously the market but in reality the one factor that I think that actually overrides everything else is the people. If the people who truly hold the key to delivering lasting and successful outcomes, because without the right team, your business won't reach its full potential. Why? Simply put, because people are the backbone of any business and the way that those people work together as a team, that the way they learn and they innovate, that can make all the difference and it will really determine how your business performs. So there's four quick reasons why I would say this is the case. Number one, people are key because they're the ones who actually execute on the strategies and the plans that are put in place, aren't they? <laughs> you know, for example, you can have a well-designed marketing campaign. It's not going to be effective if you don't have skilled and motivated marketing to players and marketing team to execute it. Similarly, a company is not going to be able to grow without skilled salespeople who convert leads into customers. Therefore, if you haven't got the right people in place, even the best strategies are going to fail. And that's if you've got a good business plan in place in the first place. 
you know, because, because who actually writes that business plan? It may be senior people, but it's still people. You know, Blockbuster, Tyrat, Nokia, a few names from the past that have all gone now and surpassed by companies that had the right people working in the right way. And that's why those new companies are still are now here and things like those ones I've just mentioned have gone by the wayside. Now, a business psychologist I used to work with once said that an optimal Sorry, a suboptimal strategy executed is much better than an optimal strategy, which isn't. Now, I'm greedy, and I want both. I, I want an optimal strategy, which is executed. But the point is, execution is the key, and it's getting the right people that makes that happen. So, number two, people are the main source of innovation and creativity within a business. I think most people accept that. It's human nature, actually. Uh, for us to want to improve and find new ways and more effective ways of doing things. And this is especially true when it comes to driving business growth, you know, because when a company can foster a culture of innovation and then encourage all of their employees to start generating new ideas, they can tap into a wealth of talent and ideas that can help sustain uh, and fuel growth over time. And we see this with all those companies that we love, you know, such as Apple, Amazon. I, I say love, some of us don't love them, but anyway, but Apple, Amazon, etc. They're all built on that innovative um, sort of like mentality and built on their people, great people. You know, they've got great systems as well, no doubt, but the great people is what really builds and sustains their growth. So if you then go on to number three, you know, what about customer service and customer relationships? People buy from people. We hear that all the time, you know. Uh, so, and I think it's still very, very much true. You know, therefore, who is the key that, to building strong and lasting customer relationships? Obviously, the people, you know, and these are all critical for business growth. Customers want to do business with companies that they trust and feel comfortable with. And it's often the people who represent the business who make all the difference. You know, skilled salespeople who listen carefully to customer needs and provide solutions which are tailored to their specific challenges will then always build long-term relationships that result in sustained revenue growth. Uh, and these examples, you know, are manifold. You know, we know it. We've seen it a lot in business. It's the reason that when you're making a significant purchase, for example, a car, a house, something that's going to be quite expensive, it's very unlikely that you'll do that online, even though you could you actually want to speak to somebody, don't you, really? You know, and this, again, brings up the idea of AI. AI, if you think about it, all the conversations about AI are about how do you, you know, replicate what people do? How can you substitute people in certain businesses? And that's why people in, in real people businesses feel relatively comfortable because they're thinking, well, you can't really ever substitute that personal, you know, one-on-one uh, -on -one interaction. And even if you could, it's all about focusing on the people. So even AI understands that people are critical. And then number four, you know, finally, people are a critical factor to drive and sustain growth because they are the ones who bring a company's culture and values to life. Because you can have the best people in the world, but if you stick them into the wrong culture, it's effectively like having a healthy plant and not watering it. You know, culture can have a significant impact on how a company is perceived, both internally and externally. And culture, you know, we talk about culture a lot. Everyone's always talking about culture. Culture is driven by values. So without the right people in the right place who are embodying the values that you're aspiring to have, a company's culture can then uh, therefore quickly deteriorate. So that leads to the question, you know, what actually is culture? And the best description I've heard of uh, when describing culture is, is how 
we do things around here. So if you go into a business, the culture is quite palpable because it's created by the people, isn't it? And it's big, and you can feel it and you can see how people do stuff. Uh, and the reason why I think it's so important is because, as Chris Hurst said in one of our previous podcasts on leadership, he said that culture should be and could be your main competitive advantage. So it's something that you should really focus on and home in on. And obviously that's because it is delivered by the values in the people in the business and that can't be replicated by others because you've got different people in different businesses. So it becomes really um, a, a unique selling point and a, and a competitive advantage. So it's critical, therefore, to get it right and to design that culture intentionally. You don't want the culture just to appear uh, and you're not really sure how that's occurred. You want you need to know what you are aspiring to get towards and then you start trying to drive that culture into the business. And if you don't think the culture is that important, then here's a little example, a, a real-life example, to illustrate how critical it really is. And I'm not one to talk about too much about football when I'm talking about business. Well, actually, that's probably not true. I love talking about football. But I know that other people don't like me necessarily using illustrative examples from football if, they're bought, if they don't like football. However, I think it's really apt when you talk about people and you talk about teams. Uh, and if you take... Uh, and look back into the annals of history, then, you know, it's 2013, Sir Alec Ferguson, debatably the best manager in football history. And he, back in that time, the 2012-2013 season, he won the Premier League title by 11 points. And this is actually the last time Manchester United have won the title, by the way. So that's like you're talking about 10 years ago. Uh, and Actually, when you look at that team, it definitely wasn't the team of the best players. There were other teams that had best, better individual players, but they were the best team because they all had a singular vision. The club had a singular vision. The manager had a singular, singular vision. He drove that down into the players and then he put them into an environment that made them thrive. And, you know, how do I know it was the environment that made them thrive? Because the next season under a new manager with a different culture, and that different culture is well um, documented in, 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 in all literature and the papers, they came sixth. So they went from being number one, 11 points clear, to coming sixth the following season with pretty much the same players, and they haven't won a league title since. And that's a perfect illustration of what culture and values can do to a team or a company. So get them right and you thrive as Manchester United did under Fergie for all those many years. Get them wrong and you die like Manchester United have been doing ever since you left. And if, if you see a little tear in the eye, it's because I'm a big Man United fan. So it pains me to know that we haven't won anything for the past 10 years. Anyway, so I'm digressing. Moving on. So bringing it all together, uh, if you get the right people in the right culture, then you get high growth and you get consistent growth. Uh, and therefore, the obvious question then falls out that is then how do you get both of these? How do you get the right people and how do you put them into the right culture? Well, if the culture is driven by the values, it's therefore driven by the people, uh, and you want to make sure that you're designing the right culture, then you need to do it right at the beginning through your recruitment process. So I'm going to finish off just giving a few simple steps to ensure that you do get the right people and then you drive the right, right culture through that recruitment process right at the beginning. So the first step is you need to identify what skills and values you actually need and want in the business. And the values drive the culture. So this is really important. It's coming back to the people bit again. Um, so you need to understand what that is. And obviously, 
you know, you need to therefore be very clear on what culture you're trying to create before you even start recruiting, because then you're going to recruit people that have those desired uh, values. Now, if you're identifying, uh, sorry, once you've identified the skills and values, then step two is to hire people who have those skills and your desired values. And a few top tips here. A, always recruit for attitude, not just aptitude. I'm not saying don't recruit for aptitude. You need people who are skilled. But the biggest mistake I see people making is they just focus on the skill base. Oh, yeah, they're very highly skilled. They're a great engineer. But they come into the business. They don't fit in uh, or they don't thrive in that environment because you haven't recruited for attitude. You haven't recruited for that value system. You haven't recruited for that work ethic. All you recruit for is, yeah, they're competent in that specific area. So that's a real important uh, key thing because in my experience, mentality is more important than anything else. And I'll reiterate again, make sure you clarify the company values that you want in your business and then you get people who exemplify those company values. And check out Zappos and the Pursuit of Happiness written by their uh, CEO as an example of this. I think that's a really good example. And then B, don't expect new recruits to be perfect. You know, re recruit them, but be prepared for them to make mistakes. Your job is to support, coach, and help them learn from their mistakes. This is, again, all about the values and the culture that you're trying to put into your business, uh, and you have to practice what you preach. So if your uh, culture and your environment is one where you're saying it's all about learning, it's all about you know learning from your mistakes, innovation, then you have to be aware that a new recruit is not going to be perfect and they're going to have issues. And then C, uh, the third tip is, drive and reward the values in everything you do and ensure people live those values daily because as bill flynn said in that my one of my most recent podcasts you know if they're values and you're saying this is the value of the business and it's a culture that you're trying to do they should be non-negotiable and therefore they should also have consequences if you're not living those values so if they don't have consequences i the answer is no they don't then you need to revisit those values and make sure they really are the values you want in the business. And if they do have consequences, then you're on the right way. So in conclusion, you know, wrapping it all up, if you want to get consistent growth in your business, get the right people and put them into the right culture. So hopefully that's going to give you a few tips to get on with getting the right people into the right culture. Uh, and I will continue to ask answer questions that people ask me on the podcast. And stay tuned for the next podcast, which is going to be a real deep dive into LinkedIn uh, and how you can manage your LinkedIn to really drive growth in your business. Happy listening. As always, subscribe, like, and share if you like what you heard with your friends and your colleagues and anyone else that you can think of. But most of all, keep the feedback coming so that we continue to improve and give you more of what you like. Check out the show notes at www.thesalesaccelerationformula.com and I hope you picked up some actionable tips. Keep listening and keep growing. Home.